And that's kind of why, like, I've enjoyed going doing voting organizing because it really does affect everything because your vote affects every even if you don't think that your one to you insignificant vote is going to make an effect every single vote combined especially with like-minded people Mm -hmm. is going to make a difference and to get those people to vote to get to convince those people to vote you have to talk to them you have to have conversations or you at least have to reach out and start a dialogue in some kind of way or it's just not going to happen and protesting Let's begin. Blank paper and pen. Stories to tell. Battles to win. Deep breath and count to ten. Let's begin. Let's begin. Let's begin. Let's begin. What up, folks? It's Leroy Barber uh, with Sit Up Podcast here with producer Andrew Morgan. And we are in Canton, Ohio uh, today. Y'all know. Um, uh, I like to refer to what we're doing as our bubble and uh, our voter bubble. Oh. <laughs> we uh, uh, when we when we when we started this trip, we said, "Hey, everybody, go get tested. We're gonna make our own bubble. We're gonna live in this RV." And so, so here we are, just like the NBA, right? So, um, so but we have some guests today, uh, and uh, I want to introduce. I'm gonna have them introduce themselves, but. Uh, uh, with us, uh, we have Tanya Rogers, uh, and we have J2 Huffer Cole, mm-hmm. and they are with Action Together Stark. Uh, they are co-directors, uh, and um, I am I'm fascinated by your work for a number of different reasons. One, Gino Hayes, I'm a fan of his, and yeah. he was like, "You gotta talk to, you gotta talk to them, right?" And so, <laughs> um, so here we are, um, and. Uh, uh, Gino uh, respects you and your work highly. And so your community organizes here um, and you're working uh, hard right now in the middle of this swing state uh, to get the vote out. And so I want to talk to you about that. But first, talk about your, your organization and what you do, and then I'll jump back in. All right, well, I'll let JT tell a little bit more about the organization because he's been with it longer. But I just want to say that I also have a lot of respect for Gino and Radial and Flourish and everything that they do here. They're amazing. They do so much for the Absolutely. community, and I have nothing but respect for Gino and everything he's done with this church and, and Flourish. So. Nice. That's right. Action Together Stark, we're a group that was um, established actually the day after the election in 2016 by our um, founder, Lorraine Wilburn, who's actually running signs right now and couldn't be here. But we were established basically to fill in the blanks um, in and around Stark County, to be able to be our vol- or a group of volunteers just trying to get people out to the ballots. So when a campaign needs some people to deliver um, literature, Mm -hmm. we fill in that blank. Mm -hmm. If we need Mm -hmm. phone banks, we fill in the blank for that. And so that's Mm -hmm. kind of been our thing. We're we're an aggregation of volunteers, kind of getting people, training new volunteers to do volunteer work, basically, (laughs) just so that we can get regular everyday people. That's all of us. The leadership team is entirely everyday people Mm -hmm. who have just gotten involved over the last four years in little ways, whether it was through we had... um, a woman's march. We've had mm-hmm. that for the last four years. We mm-hmm. had the march for a life, which is personally what I got involved in after, mm-hmm. because I always I always say that I was always fighting for the calls, but I didn't put my money where my mouth was until mm-hmm. after Parkland, because it didn't put it in perspective to my life until then. And so it's just getting in and actually doing the work. So we're just trying. We do daily events now. It was just a weekly event that mm-hmm. we are doing social distancing. Um, 
voter outreach. So we would go all with our masks and we'd have literature to, for door knocking mm -hmm. that you just leave it at the door. You don't have to talk to anybody. You don't have to be mm -hmm. exposed to anybody. We're doing postcards, which I think the last number I heard was 15,000 postcards we've sent wow. since June. And those are very popular just because people don't always check their mail, especially mm -hmm. if it's mm -hmm. something that's not handwritten. Mm -hmm. And as soon as someone sees that it's handwritten, they're all on it. They at least mm -hmm. check it and read what's happening. And that gets voters registered. We've just been trying to focus on what needs filled. We were working on purged voters because that's a big mm -hmm. problem in Ohio is the purged voters. Mm -hmm. The Obama, um, Trump, and the people who haven't voted since Obama, mm -hmm. those people that were purged, we took a lot of that and we went through the list of purged voters, sent them postcards, dropped at their doors, tried to get them registered, and now we're just switching to get out the vote because that's what's needed now. We're trying to fill in the blanks for the Biden campaign locally because Ohio wasn't a swing. People are trying to write Ohio off as not a swing state, but I'm so absolutely certain that it is and we have all the power in Stark County and the energy in Stark mm -hmm, County mm -hmm. to flip this, the county and then to flip the entire state. So, yeah, so I was kind of a casual politics observer. I would gripe about it on Twitter. Mm -hmm, I'd mm -hmm. rage Instagram messages, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and it kind of dawned on me really after the 2016 election. I had, I'd canvassed for Hillary, but just talking about politics, being informed about politics, it doesn't change anything. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, I think it's very common now for people to be kind of like, politics spectators treat mm -hmm. it almost like a sport mm -hmm. you text each other about it you get informed about it you know all the stats but you don't do anything right, right. Uh, so that's when I got frustrated um, so after the 2016 election I found Lorraine's group I kind of was in and out from 2016 to 2018 2018 our founder ran for office um, so I canvassed with her a lot um, there was another person who ran in the same district so I canvassed for both of them a lot I started getting more involved and then about a year ago, just started getting really frightened about the prospect of another four years of this current administration. Um, so I was like, okay, we need to be doing something. And so I kind of, again, looked around and Lorraine's group was doing voter registration and there were some other people doing voter registration, which is so huge because mm -hmm. we can't win if we don't have people registered to vote. Mm -hmm. um, and in Ohio, what JT referred to was that we have a voter purge. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. oh, what is this? <laughs> we got a little. Hey, folks already know we're outside <laughs> because of COVID. Okay. We are. We're, we're 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 doing all our podcasts. We're not in a yeah. fancy studio. Yeah. So you get some background base. Yeah, That's all right. All right. <laughs> so in 2000, was it 18 or 19? The Ohio Secretary of State purged about 250,000 voters from the voter rolls. So there are mm -hmm. people who were registered to vote, are eligible, had already done the work, and they were taken off the rolls. Mm. Um, and there wasn't really a, a consistent. Um, mechanism to do it so there were people who have voted recently who were purged and so our goal had been to try to reach all these people in Stark County who were purged so they would mm -hmm. know that they had been purged mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, we had really grand plans we started organizing in January we had organized doing every weekend just knocking on doors letting people know they were purged we started doing that in March or no the end of February actually um, and then COVID hit and it kind of blew up all of our plans so we kind of paused really and then recalibrated in June and that's when we started uh, we tried canvassing again but too many people were uncomfortable so we started using door hangers mm -hmm. uh, that just let people know they were perched and we just started hanging that on hundreds of doors throughout Stark County letting mm -hmm. people know they were perched mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah you're so you asked about uh, how to keep the momentum after the protesting yeah. and JT was talking about this when all the protests started in June 
we were there trying to get people registered and there were a lot of people there who didn't want to get registered and i were just like well you're here protesting this is obviously important you need to vote to make the change and so j i was there with jt we weren't together but we were kind of working in the crowd together just letting people know you know you're frustrated right now about the criminal justice system well we elect prosecutors we elect sheriffs we elect the city council who appoints the police chiefs we elect our township trustees who appoint the police chiefs like we elect all those people so if you're what you're frustrated is with the criminal justice system um, you're voting on that you can vote on that very issue right so just trying to educate people on how the system works so they can see how important their vote is for their everyday affairs mm-hmm. it's not just about what happens in DC it's about what happens in our communities every day right yes that's that's a very important point um, now your background is you have a legal background right yes I'm an attorney you're an attorney yeah and you're out here knocking on doors yeah now I want to swing back to you about a question about prosecutors because that's a okay uh, you know we're we're a day we're a day after you know um, Breonna Taylor, the mm-hmm. Breonna Taylor, yeah, it wasn't even a verdict, right? I mean, we didn't. I wish, I wish we would have been in court, yeah. right? Um, so, JT, young people are keeping this movement alive, literally, mm-hmm. right? With the pro, like hitting the streets, something happens, young people are hitting the streets. I live in Portland, and they've been gone over a hundred days straight, right? Um, and I, and I think, I think that is fantastic. You as a young person, like, like what, what, what took the shift for you from protesting to now actively getting people enrolled in voting, um, doing activist work around uh, getting information out, all these kinds of things? Like, how did that transition happen for you? It was kind of like, like I said, I wasn't awakened until Parkland, but the day after the election I had, it was just actually the night of the election. Once I think he lost Florida, and um, Hillary Clinton lost Florida and Ohio, I went to bed, frankly. I, never, I didn't see the concession speech until mm-hmm. this year mm-hmm. because it just was too painful. It was the worst feeling. It was like the whole country had turned their back on me. Like I'm half mm-hmm. black. And so it mm-hmm. turned the, their entire self on a certain mm-hmm. point of me mm-hmm. as a minority, mm-hmm. as a young person. Right. And so it was that horrible feeling. But then I didn't have, I didn't, I was kind of just like, this is how it feels, left social media, all this traditional things, but I didn't actually do anything. Mm -hmm. And then Parkland came around and I had that feeling again and that horrible feeling, but this, and we went to the Mars for our lives, we did something, but it was like, it's kind of overwhelming with all the issues that we are facing right now Mm -hmm. in the country. And I talked to, I believe it was actually Lorraine who said this to me, that there's so many different issues. You have to just pick one Mm -hmm. because you can't just try Mm -hmm. to fight all the issues at one time because you're not going to be able to make Mm -hmm. any headway at all. And that's kind of why, like, I've enjoyed going, doing voting organizing because mm-hmm. it really does affect everything. Because mm-hmm. your vote affects every, even if you don't think that your one, to you, insignificant vote is going to make an effect. Every single vote combined, especially with like-minded people, mm-hmm. is going to make a difference. And to get those people to vote, to, get the, to convince those people to mm-hmm. vote, you have mm-hmm. to talk to them. You have to have conversations or you at least have to reach out and start a dialogue in mm-hmm. some kind of way or mm-hmm. it's just not going to happen. And protesting is great and it does com- it completely create change. We mm-hmm. just saw that happen 
with the Black Lives Matter movement here. They protested every day for hundreds of, for almost, I think over a hundred days. Mm -hmm. And it resulted in them changing some of the police policies. They released some information. It didn't change everything, but it made a difference right. because they were pressured and they were constantly there mm -hmm. every single day. Mm -hmm. But you still have to take that too. Like Tanya was saying, you have to take there and then you have to vote for the prosecutors. You have to vote for those people on the board that didn't vote with you. Right. And you have to take that and make that into action as well. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of how I've just, that's my philosophy on it, I guess. And like the direction that I've been taking with it is uh -huh. that my vote and me getting other people to vote has the ability to have the snowball effect to roll down the hill and get bigger to create a better world, <laughs> as optimistic as that may seem. <laughs> you have, to, I mean, you got to have something yeah. that you're working towards because it gets pretty, pretty depressed yes. like in the midst of it, mm -hmm. right? It can get um, overwhelming. And be, I'm, being yeah. in, in a swing state, you mm -hmm. have to think a, pres, a Republican president, at least, if you are thinking of the president, has not won the presidency without winning Ohio. So that's kind of a motivating factor mm -hmm. to me. If mm -hmm. I can get this county to flip blue for sure mm -hmm. there's some votes towards that goal and mm -hmm. so that can mm -hmm. accomplish something in the big in the long run of things mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. so it's just relating those big issues back to what i can do and how that ripple effect can go up the chain nice nice very nice man thank you thank yep. you for what you do yeah. uh, and we appreciate your energy and <laughs> the life that you are bringing to the movement no um, problem so tanya talk to us you're an attorney I am, yeah. Um, people are pretty upset at prosecutors. Oh yeah, I know. Uh, I right know. now, <laughs> um, and uh, especially people of color, uh, yeah. black folks, uh, biracial folks, right? Yeah, upset right now. So, mm -hmm. take give us a snippet into the mind of a prosecutor. Like, I thought a prosecutor was there for yeah. to represent the people. Right. Right. Yeah. I, I thought that's what it was, but you tell us. Okay, well, I'm not a prosecutor mm -hmm. for, at first. You're uh, making that clear, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, one, I'm, I'm not here on behalf of my employer. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. uh, I'm not a prosecutor. I don't do any criminal law. Mm -hmm, I only mm -hmm. do civil stuff. I actually do, um, people are often surprised to learn this, I do represent primarily government entities, mm -hmm, including mm -hmm. police departments, mm -hmm. but I do it all on the civil side. Nice. Um, and with regard to a prosecutor, you know, obviously... They have some discretion, mm -hmm. like JT was talking about, I can't remember if we were recording it or not. Um, in certain areas, they can decline to prosecute or they can choose to prosecute. But I believe with the indictments that we saw yesterday, there's also a grand jury, and a grand jury is what's making the decision about whether to indict or not. So it's mm -hmm. not necessarily just the prosecutor's decision, if that mm -hmm. makes sense. Mm -hmm. The prosecutor gets to decide whether to move forward with the charges or not. Mm -hmm. But if they bring it to a grand jury, a grand jury is just a group of people who are supposed to um, make a determination of whether certain criteria are met mm -hmm. for certain crimes, and they vote on it. Mm -hmm. So the like with the indictment yesterday, it is tragic and it's frustrating, but it was ultimately the grand jury that presented the inf that made the decision on the information yes but can answer can you answer this for me so i'll, I'll try again I, I don't do criminal laws i know i know and i shouldn't be i shouldn't be putting you on a <laughs> spot like this right. but it's just fun right <laughs> um the grand jury's hearing a case that the prosecutor is putting before them on behalf of the people right yes, yes. so in some respects tell me if i'm right wasn't he presenting a case on behalf of the families of Breonna Taylor, Breonna Taylor, the, the community? Like, it was on, fix it's, that. Yeah, it's on behalf of the people. Um, so in, in the criminal world, so in the civil world, 
when you file a lawsuit, you're filing it like if, if you hit my car and I filed a lawsuit. I'm filing it on behalf of myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the criminal world, you don't file it on behalf of anyone in specific. Mm-hmm. It's on behalf of the people. The people That's why it's right. always the people versus mm-hmm, whoever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and so it is on behalf of the whole community, the community as a whole. Uh, there are some confines to prosecutors and lawyers and judges on the criminal code and what has to be met, you know, for murder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's all these different elements that have to be met to, to show that there was enough intent for the charges. Um, and that's determined by the legislator. And that's where we have to have a legislator committed to having writing a criminal code uh, that will be fair, mm-hmm. that will have a fair mm-hmm. outcome. Mm-hmm. So there's there's all these different steps. But it is important to have a prosecutor because they do have the discretion uh, to a degree about which cases they do or do not take. Gotcha. And that is very important. Mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. Uh, Brianna Taylor, I'm not super familiar with the whole history, but it's my understanding that there originally was no prosecution and then it was reopened. Right. So, uh, again, I was I saw the news yesterday. I was upset, but I didn't read too much into it because it was just like, again, yeah, you know, just yeah, yeah. again. So I didn't see the charges that were made. So I don't really have an opinion about whether the prosecutor should have made different charges or not. Right. And I, I'm right. not familiar with the state's codes. Um, but that is an important factor is how the laws are written mm-hmm. it in is the, state. the laws right and so and I think that takes us back actually full circle sorry that was a yeah, you're fine. Yeah. On, on me just <laughs> I host the show so, I, <laughs> so, so so but those laws right mm-hmm. swing us back to what we're talking about yes. and that is your vote counts and matters yes even in the shaping and forming of those laws right. Right. So there's, I mean, um, yeah, like right now, Ohio has a supermajority of Republicans. Mm-hmm. That means they have over three-fourths of the legislature in both the House and the Senate. Mm-hmm. So they're, all of the new laws that are going to be passed or modified or anything like that is going to be very, very conservative. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that is a big deal. That's very important um, because no matter how liberal or progressive, our police chiefs are, our prosecutors mm-hmm, are, our mm-hmm, judges mm-hmm, are, our mm-hmm. laws are still going to be created and modified by the legislator, which is currently very, very conservative. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. we need to switch that um, yeah. because it does all work together. You know, we have the separation of powers, but they still all work in the same system. Right, right, right. So so what would you say, um, kind of, uh, my la- one of my last two questions, what would you say, one, to the community of, of Ohio and voters of Ohio that they need to be thinking about right now as they prepare to vote and are voting. Does, has early voting started? Here Not yet? yet. So as they prepare for early voting, what, would, what advice would you give? And then to the broader audience that you connect with around the country, right, that, um, that we, want, we want to get this message to. What would you say? I would say start by make if you're not registered start with registering we, the registration um, the last day to register in Ohio is October 5th yeah so we're coming up on it very yeah quick. we're coming quick up on it quick but still there's still time to register mm-hmm. and then after that you need to make a plan to vote you need to decide if you want to request an absentee ballot and that if you do that you need to do it as soon as possible because you have to request you have to fill out a request an absentee form mm-hmm. and then that has to be sent in that is received by the Board of Elections and then they send you out an official ballot but you have to go through all those steps and that's multiple steps and you I personally sent mine in time and I didn't get mine in time because I sent it just a little bit too late for the primary election and so I didn't get my ballot and obviously that's voting is very important to me and so you have to be on top of things and then from there like I said making the plan if you're going to if you once you get the ballot we're all recommending people to fill your ballot out 
and then take it to the Board of Elections and deliver it personally. So it's kind of like you voted and you know it gets there. You can track through Ohio's website where your ballot is in the process, but you still want to make sure that your vote actually counts. And then after you have all that information, I just like to say to volunteer, to do something. Even if you make a couple phone calls, like I said earlier, talk to one person, they're going to talk to somebody else. And it has a ripple effect, especially in Ohio, which we are a swing state. We are in play and we are very important when it comes to the presidential election. And then all the way down the ballot, we're pushing Democratic candidates and blue candidates. And that's what our literature says now. And that's what we're dropping. But it's very important for us to flip this county blue and then to flip this state blue because it has every potential to have national ramifications. So if you're out of the state, try find a mobilize or find some kind of event that's all everything's online now find something online in ohio and join us because mm -hmm, then we mm -hmm. can do it together and you know you know we always tell we, we we've been telling folks if you got some aunties and cousins and uncles who live here get in touch with them yes. and tell them right yeah, exactly uh, that they need to do this work yeah it's uh ohio is one of the most strict uh voter registration cutoff dates in the country so it's 30 days 30 full days before the election mm -hmm. um so that is very restrictive because a lot of people don't think about the election till october and then it's already too late to register so make sure you're registered um, if you know anyone who has moved recently, make sure they update their registration information. That's also very important. Mm -hmm. That has to be done by the 5th. Mm -hmm. On the 6th, the day after registration ends, um, we start early voting. So you can go to your board of elections and you vote in person as if you were voting on election day. Um, and so that's really important. A lot of people don't know that we have that. Uh, I've done that every year for years. Mm -hmm. It takes me mm -hmm. five minutes. It's very easy to do. Uh, and like JT said, just get involved. Um, you don't have to be an expert. A lot of people are really intimidated about volunteering. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. You don't have to be an expert. Right, we right. we just need your time. Mm -hmm. You know, we need you to have time and, and to try. Uh, we have text banking on what Tuesdays, Tuesdays, Tuesdays and Saturday mornings, and then I think on now Sundays. Yes, and Sundays. And we have phone banking on Thursdays. Thursdays, Wednesdays, Saturday mornings, and then we have a fun day, a Sunday fun day, which is kind of just a bunch of things it's texting nice. phone banking and yeah. then we're also starting an auto dialer which is similar to the phone banking soon yep and then on the weekends on sundays we meet in person and we distribute um lit so we have little bags full of we have like a sample ballot of all the democrat candidates that will be on your ballot in stark county mm -hmm. um and then we have lit from all the different candidates um, we have early voting information uh pamphlets that we put out and then mm -hmm, we have information mm -hmm. about how to track your absentee ballot so we're stuffing those that takes an insane amount of time <laughs> so that's kind of one of the right. less glamorous things yes, you can do yes, yes. that it takes so much time you would not believe how much time it takes so stuffing bags is huge dropping them off it's not hard mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. don't have to know anything other than how to follow a map mm -hmm. um, but it makes a huge difference we do letter writing, um, postcards, like JT was saying. We target low turnout voters with the postcards. Mm -hmm. um, and then that's pretty much the bulk of what we're doing. We're going to start a video campaign. Mm -hmm. And then we sell merch. Um, and again, yard signs, I know there's a big debate among activists right now, but yard signs don't get votes necessarily, mm -hmm. but they can inspire people. You know, gotcha. people gotcha. don't want to feel overwhelmed. So mm -hmm. if you just see a row of Trump signs, it might seem like oh well ohio's a lost cause mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. what's the point of trying again the whole like just checking out before you've even started gotcha. so if you do see the biden bumper stickers and the flags or whatever it just kind of makes you realize that like okay actually this is kind of a mixed bag we've mm -hmm, got mm -hmm. a lot of support here mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um yeah and then just find yeah like jt said find the issue that's really important to you 
maybe it's climate change. Mm -hmm. Um, So Mm -hmm. do that. But if you are worried about climate change, it is crucial that we flip this election because the current administration is rolling back all sorts of environmental regulations. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. If it's women's reproductive rights, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't think I have to say anything more about that, but it is very important <laughs> right. that we, so right, right. find your issue. You can tie it into voting. And then after the election, stay involved in that issue um, because it, every little bit does count. It really does. Um, and whenever people, I've had a lot of people say, well, we we canvassed for one election and nothing happened, so we'll give up. And I'll say, mm-hmm. okay, well, mm-hmm. people fought for abolition for over a century. Right. Most of them didn't right. leave to, live to see it. People, women fought for women's uh, suffrage for over a century. Right. Most of them never actually got to cast a ballot. Right. Um, the the civil rights movement started for decades. Well, Many yeah, of them yeah, did yeah, not get yeah. to actually cast a vote. So like. You can't give up after one year, two years, a decade. It, it takes a long a time point. to make change. It's That's such out. a good point. Well, you know, we celebrate, right, uh, Rosa Parks, right? Right. Sitting down that day. But you, that that boycott, that was the first day. Right. right? That was the start right. of something that went on for a year. Yes. Right? So so that's a very good point. Yeah, it, I mean, it takes that. decades, and it takes, like JT was saying, it's, it's kind of a snowball effect. Like, it can seem small like okay well JT and I met up with Lorraine and a few others back in January what can we possibly do and last weekend we had over 40 volunteers on Sunday stuffing bags distributing stuff we had 75 people on a uh, text bank Mm -hmm. and we had 200 we had 200 last night on a phone bank so yeah like a little group of people thinking what can we possibly do and we were able to kind of galvanize people in Stark County who care that's so. really taking cool. the extra step like tanya said with the signs it is a big controversial issue uh-huh, right now uh-huh, is taking uh-huh. the signs is just saying that once you put that sign in your yard then do something then do let that, that let that Don't be your first step yeah. That yeah. That's where you are just I like do something it. after I like that it. i like it well thank y'all thank you for your time uh thank you for the work that you're doing um and the commitment to do that work in a state a swing state is is i'm sure more difficult um and so thank you for doing that um, and uh, how can folks get in touch with you if they want, if they, if they just heard you and they want to know? We are on Instagram and Twitter at action underscore Stark. And then we have a public Facebook page that is Action Together Stark. And then once you like that page, mm-hmm. if you're actually interested in getting involved and volunteering, we, do, we have a private group that's used strictly for organizing. And one of our leadership team will accept you once we have uh, for thoroughly looked through your posts and everything right. and know that you're mm-hmm. in it for the right intentions. Uh, awesome. And if you want to get on your our email list, we do mm-hmm. have an email list. I send it out on Tuesdays that has links to everything we're doing that week. Um, you can just email me. I'll give my email for it. It's Tanya, T-O-N-Y-A, at actiontogetherstark.org. Thank you. Yeah, yes. thank you so much for having us. Oh, this is wonderful. Thank you Absolutely. for coming today. We, we appreciate your attendance at the event. Uh, this is Leroy Barber. This is the Sit Up Podcast. Let's begin. Let's begin. Let's begin. Let's begin. Let's begin. Let's begin. Let's begin.